Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. A Cambridge Analytica alum launches a new data firm by Izzy Lepowski. The last two years have been a roller coaster ride for Matt Oskowski. On the night of the 2016 presidential election, he sat inside then-candidate Donald Trump's San Antonio campaign headquarters, where he led a team of anxious data scientists crunching numbers throughout the day before an unexpected victory party at a local bar much later that night. The former Scott Walker aide spent the following year speaking to the press and at conferences around the world about the Trump team's winning strategy. But that professional peak soon descended into months of fending off accusations about the company he worked for while on the campaign, Cambridge Analytica. When I first joined there, I legitimately believed in the offering and what they were trying to do, Oskowski says. It's unfortunate that some actions by a few actors at the senior level of the company reflected poorly on the entire company. In the wake of a data privacy debacle involving the misappropriation of as many as 87 million Facebook users' personal data, Cambridge Analytica has since ceased operations and become the subject of international investigations. Though Oskowski left the company in April 2017, long before the scandal broke, he now joins hundreds of former employees trying to start over in a world that has almost overnight begun looking at the field of data science not as novel and innovative, but as intrusive and inescapable. For Oskowski, that new beginning means starting a data company called Data Propria. The firm officially launched earlier this year and has already begun working with corporate clients and politicians, including Illinois Governor Bruce Rauner's re-election campaign. It's owned by a parent company called Cloud Commerce, which also recently acquired the digital marketing firm belonging to Brad Parscale. 
Trump's current campaign manager and the 2016 campaign's former digital director. Now working out of Data Propria's San Antonio headquarters with some of his colleagues from that 2016 run, Oskowski hopes to continue the data analytics work he started back then. But that work comes at a time when the very idea of data-driven advertising has become the subject of international scrutiny and regulation. Facebook, one of the biggest data collectors in the world, has been called before international lawmakers to testify about its data practices. And just last week, the European Union's new data privacy regulations went into effect, giving consumers more ownership over their data and requiring businesses to get users' explicit consent to use and collect their data. These changes will necessarily inform the way Data Propria and other data analytics firms operate. Still, Oskowski acknowledges there will be plenty of overlap with Cambridge Analytica. Like that company, Data Propria will focus on behavioral data science, which is essentially the practice of using data to target people with ads and marketing based on, as Oskowski puts it, people's motivational behavioral triggers. We're trying to figure out what shapes your worldview, he says. To that end, Datapropria will conduct its own research and polling for clients, develop its own targeting models based on what it learns from those polls and other data sets, and work with a creative team to help them develop ads that are most likely to appeal to people based on those models. The firm will especially focus, Oskowski says, on middle America. Oskowski believes the work he did helping sell a candidate in those states easily translates to helping commercial clients sell products. There are few people who understand middle America like we do, Oskowski says of himself and Pascal. He also plans on building out products similar to the ones Cambridge Analytica's team built for the campaign. One in particular used data to determine what cities then-candidate Trump should visit based on local support in that place. Oskowski argues the same tool could help businesses determine where to expand. Despite Cambridge Analytica's pariah status, Oskowski remains an advocate for the company's work. Cambridge, for better or for worse, depending on how people see them, innovated in this space and pushed the space a long ways, he says, noting that giant ad agencies like Ogilvy have recently launched their own behavioral data science operations. Meanwhile, academics and marketing professionals have increasingly raised questions about whether this type of behavioral targeting even really works. Oskowski acknowledges that any data shop operating in a post-Cambridge analytical world will necessarily have to think differently about privacy and transparency. Just last week, Vermont became the first U.S. state to pass a law forcing companies like Axiom that sell people's data to register with the state. As regulators increasingly force these companies to rethink their business models, Oskowski says, firms like Datapropria will need to focus on ways to more accurately target people based on the groups they're affiliated with, not the personally identifying information that can be gleaned from data brokers. For now, companies like Datapropria still have plenty of data streams to pull from, but as Facebook and others overhaul their privacy practices, it's unclear how long those streams will last. 
there's a healthy discussion going on about privacy, and I think that's a discussion absolutely worth having. Then there's another conversation about convenience and being able to get messaging that matters to you and appeals to you, Oskowski says. I think there's a happy middle ground in between there that the public has to reconcile, because I don't think the answer is going to come from the government or some regulation anytime soon. Despite Oskowski's clean break from Cambridge Analytica, cloud commerce is hardly without controversy of its own. In February, the Associated Press reported that Jonathan Lee, the former CEO of the company when it operated under a different name, was the subject of an FBI sting operation in 2006 and later pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit securities fraud. And, according to court filings reviewed by Wired, current cloud commerce CEO Andrew Van Noy settled a real estate fraud suit in 2010, alleging he accepted $100,000 to buy property in Park City, Utah, and instead spent it on his personal uses. In a 2010 bankruptcy filing reviewed by Wired, Van Noy also reported just over $16,000 in annual income, while his LinkedIn profile reflects that at that time, he was working at Morgan Stanley managing, quote, over $300 million worth of transactions. Gail Gitcho, a former press secretary for the Republican National Committee and a spokesperson for Cloud Commerce, said the Associated Press article was, quote, problematic and that, quote, John Lee has no operational, managerial or shareholder control of the company. He does not make any decisions on behalf of the company, nor does he have any role in the day-to-day operations. She didn't answer specific questions on the record about Van Noy's real estate dealings or his bankruptcy filing. After initially offering an interview with Van Noy, Gitcho declined to make him available after Wired asked questions about his background. In a press release Tuesday, Van Noy said, The introduction of data propria is a crucial step in cloud commerce's vision of helping clients learn how data can drive behavior as a change agent for the good. Parscale, who now sits on the Cloud Commerce Board, did not respond to Wired's request for comment. Oskowski maintains he was unaware of this history before joining the company. The stuff with Cloud Commerce happened long before I was involved, he says. The stuff I've read in the press isn't really representative of what I know these guys to be. Critics of Cambridge Analytica say the world is moving away from Oskowski's data-based targeting. With new legislation popping up in the U.S., one has to wonder what restrictions will inhibit Matt's ability to build his business the way he wants to, says David Carroll, an associate professor at Parsons School of Design, who's suing Cambridge Analytica in the U.K. for access to his data. There's a risk in being bullish about this stuff, but if he can create a model that's transparent and ethical and adheres to the highest standards of the world, then more power to him. Oskowski hopes to prove his critics and critics of behavioral data science writ large wrong. The reaction to this shouldn't be for us to peel back and say, hey, this isn't a good thing, we shouldn't be doing this, he says. It should be figuring out what are the fair ethical standards that align marketers with consumers. Exactly what those standards will entail remains an open question, one that Oskowski and the rest of his industry are still trying to answer, even as they expand their data-driven pursuits. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.